Hey, Caitlin. Hey, Shug. What is Welcome. what are we doing here today? We are going to record the podcast Cracking Open a Cold Case and other, and other true, true crimes. crimes. Listen to this. Can you hear that? Oh, yeah. Okay, you're sounding a little bit perverted. <laughs> okay, to edit that. Nice. I won't edit it out. It's people need to see who you are. That's fair. Yes. That was that's my favorite sound hearing that diet coke. Thanks, dog. Are you drinking a diet coke? I am. I am drinking a diet coke with a little bit of diet lemonade from Chick-fil-A. Oh my gosh. That's very wise. I highly recommend it. You know what I've been dabbling in is diet Seagrams. Oh, you always have loved. Isn't that ginger ale? Yeah. That's what I thought. You've always loved ginger ale. I have. Thank you for knowing. You're welcome. Uh, I like ginger ale. I've also been dabbling in diet Mountain Dew. That is good stuff. Only fountain, though. I like the fountain. Yeah, I would never go buy cans of it. No, I am classy. It's not Diet Coke class. Um, What would you say the second highest ranking uh, form of Diet Coke is after in a fountain? Um, I like the can or the 20-ounce bottles, not the 16-ounce bottles. Like the the glass? Are the glass ones the 16? No, the 16 are like the ones you can get like at Costco and like the big pack or sometimes the six pack just at any store are the 16 ounces. I think they taste different. Oh, this is hot info. I've never differentiated between those two things. Yeah, now you're going to because a 20 ounce from like a gas station or like the Smith's drinks cold section, you know? Those are the 20 ounce and they taste better, I think. Oh, got it. I tried to, I don't really love bottled. No, I like the Canon Fountain the best. Me too. But in a pinch, I'll get a bottle. Preston really likes the bottled Diet Coke, but not me as much. (sighs) (laughs) I'm teaching Ripken how to do that after he takes a drink, go, ah. Oh, it's his birthday today. It is. He is one years old. Happy birthday, Ripkin. I know you're never going to hear this. Because when you're of age, you won't. You'll be like, I wouldn't listen to that even if somebody paid me. Maybe I play this for him as he's going to sleep. Oh, okay. That works. (laughs) I don't. Today's Black Friday. It is. Day after Thanksgiving. Did you do any Black Friday shopping? Yeah, I did, but I did it like a week ago uh, because apps were claiming that they had the deals. Right. But then I've looked since then, and they've been like reduced even more. And I'm like, oh, okay, thanks a lot. Right? Did you get anything cool? Um, just like makeup and work clothes, so kind of fun, mostly boring. Right? I feel like that's everything with being an adult, though. It's true. It's kind of fun. 
but mostly boring. Yeah. Do you watch 90 Day Fiance? Uh, yeah, I do. I'm a, I haven't for a minute, but I love it. I'm just thinking about it because I have this sticker on my table that I'm sitting at, and it has, like, a, a collage of their faces. Yes. It's very strange. My roommate gave it to me yes. for my birthday. Um, I need to get you a Paul Holes collage sticker. Oh, he is so cute. He'll come back into play later. Yes. That's a little teaser. <laughs> a little teaser. Well, since you gave a little teaser, why don't we just give him the whole case? Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, this one is going to be, you're going to have to get a snack because this is very long. I feel like the outline that I sent you is pretty long and it's not even like all of everything. We are here for the long content. The long con, we would call it if it weren't already the name of something else. We don't infringe on copyright whoever invented the long con copyrighted it as another (laughs) long con i just wanted to ask that so shug start it off okay so i started i didn't really know where to start but i guess i it's a good place to start with the main people Mm -hmm. and the place that they're at so if you've ever been to coronado it's in california and it's famous for having that huge hotel Mm -hmm. And that's very fancy. I don't really recognize it from anything besides there's a music video by Dashboard Confessional oh, called Dashboard. Stolen mm-hmm. that you is filmed there. Have stolen my heart. <laughs> well, yes, I'm sure it's like iconic for other reasons, but that's literally what I think of it as because I was very into that life at like age 15. Uh, yeah. We got off the beaten path already. That's okay. So the this is the Hotel Coronado. The, the place that this takes place is called the Spreckles Mansion. It was built by a sugar magnate with the last name Spreckles. I don't remember his first name because, like, who cares? I just, like, he also Spreckles. had a mansion. Yeah, it is a fun name. But he also had a mansion in San Francisco that's easy to mix up with this because it's they also have it listed under the Spreckles Mansion. That one has 27 bedrooms. Jeez. The one that we're talking about has a modest 10. Oh, so small. And 11 bathrooms. It's like a half a mile away from the Coronado Hotel. Hotel mm-hmm. Coronado? I don't know. I know. It's who even me. cares? You know what it is. Yes. The guy who owns it now is not the sugar magnate. It's a guy named... Oh, he doesn't own it now, but in the story, it's it takes place in 2011. The owner is Jonah Shacknai. He's the founder and CEO of Medicis Pharmaceutical, which they do mostly manufacture Restylane. Yeah. Or and so he's a self-made billionaire. I assume his face is like really Botoxy. Yeah. Did you know I got Botox one time? No. How was it? Uh, it was good. I got it for free. So how? It was, there was like a spa that my sister-in-laws went to for like laser hair removal and they were having a grand opening and they were giving out free Botox. So I got some. It was good. Um, I had a bad headache after, but it's been I, a while. I've never looked into Restylane, so I don't know if it's like cheaper than Botox. Yeah, I don't or know. Or anything's better or different about it, but it's an alternative. 
Okay, so Jonah's girlfriend is Rebecca Zahau. They met in Arizona when she was an ophthalmologist tech. And he was like, oh, she's so hot and cute or whatever. And they've been dating since 2008. So they've been together for almost for three-ish years when the story takes place. His ex-wife is named Dina Romano. And also she has a sister named Nina who's going to be in the story. Dina and Nina. Dina and Jonah had a child named Max. He's six. Max and Rebecca had a good relationship. He saw her as a mother figure. The only person who really did not like Rebecca was Dina. And Dina didn't really make anything easy for her because it's some young girl coming in Mm -hmm. to take her place. Yep. And the important characters is Adam Shackney, the younger brother of Jonah. He is a tugboat operator in Memphis's Funky Town District. Do you like the song that's like, I'm walking in Memphis, Mm -hmm. working with my team, (laughs) 10 feet off a bill? Yeah, I like your version better. Thank you. I actually don't like that song very much. I think it's kind of just like unintentionally really funny. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, like hokey. But it's okay if you like it. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to shame you. I'm yeah. just saying that's my yeah, association. We're not. Like what you want to like, Caitlin. Be who you want to be. Um. Okay, so back to Rebecca. Her family yes. is from Myanmar, which is formerly Burma. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't look too far into this, but according to like a 2020 episode I was watching, they were like royalty and then they had to escape. So they escaped to Germany and then I'm not sure how many places in between and ended up in America. Ended up in Missouri. And then on July 11, 2011, Rebecca's 13-year-old sister, Zena, was visiting the Spreckles Mansion and from Missouri. Max, which was Jonah's six-year-old son was playing on the second floor with a Razor scooter, which I don't feel like you should be playing with a scooter in the house. That's just me. On carpet, for the record. It's on, like, shag carpet. I just feel like it wouldn't go. There's a lot of things. Yes. But anyway, so he's playing on his scooter, and he somehow fell face first over the banister down to the first floor of the Spreckled's mansion he suffered injuries to his spinal cord and his facial bones which is horrific rebecca says she was in the bathroom and xena was getting ready to take a shower elsewhere in the mansion i mean there's 11 bathrooms so she was somewhere else and rebecca heard a crash or the dog ocean barking so she heard either one of those Yeah, all the details surrounding this incident are very fuzzy. Yeah, like, how do you hear Crash or the dog barking? They sound very different to me. So, well, you'll find out why Rebecca couldn't really expound on that later. I'm just pointing out the holes. Paul holes. Ooh. So, she either heard that crash or the dog barking, and then she found Max moments after he fell. The scooter was lying on his leg, and Rebecca claimed that he was unconscious and said ocean, which conflicts with Wikipedia's report that he was not breathing or responsive. 
on Wikipedia, I know that they're not the be and end all, but I'm sure they got it from somewhere that yeah. he was unresponsive and not breathing, which I kind of believe more. But Rebecca claims he was conscious and saying ocean. I kind of believe that maybe she said that to claim that he was in better condition than he was or mm-hmm. something. It makes everything more fuzzy because it, they also are like, maybe he could have fallen over the banister because of ocean, like getting in the way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so maybe he could have been saying ocean like... I tripped over ocean. Yeah. Rebecca starts doing CPR and tells the younger sister to call 911. So she calls. When the officers show up, she's kneeling next to him in a state of shock. The chandelier had broken and fallen off, like fallen off the ceiling. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're not really sure how because he didn't have like cuts on his hand or anything. Yeah. And I feel like. If he was grabbing the chandelier, that would make sense by the chandelier, Phil, but you would have some mark on your hand because there's glass, there's wires, there's like the brackets, the everything. There's different things. Literally, the only people that will ever know for sure are Max and potentially Rebecca, I guess. Yep. Yep. So they take Max to a children's hospital. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, where he's in like the ICU and then Nina flies in pretty fast. Jonah, the brother of Adam, or Adam, the brother mm-hmm. of Jonah flies yep. in. And Rebecca's teen sister flew back to Missouri. I don't know if it was, it was probably like the next day. Yep. It was on July 12th. So the day after. She, she specifically didn't want to give emotional support. So the other people get there. Adam comes to the house. So when Max is in the hospital, this is the next day. Adam's staying in the guest house at the Shackney Mansion and Rebecca's staying inside the mansion by herself. Adam claims he just took him an Ambien and went to sleep. And then the next morning he gets up at like 6.45 and tries to go into the main mansion to get coffee. When he walked to the main mansion... He sees Rebecca's body hanging from the balcony. He calls the police. Then he's like, I've got a girl here. He doesn't say it's like Rebecca. Oh, he doesn't anything. even say who it is? No, he, and he's like, it's where you came be- the day before for the little boy. Which, for the record, it was two days before. So the, t- the day we're talking about is July 13th, 2011. That's really weird. That he would say that to the police. Instead of being like my brother's girlfriend or my friend Rebecca. It makes it sound like he was walking by and there's a random stranger. Yeah, he had no relation to her at all. He distanced himself from her. So she was hanging and um, she was gagged with a blue long sleeve t-shirt, which was wrapped around her head. And the sleeves were double knotted and stuffed into her mouth. She was completely naked. She had tape residue and blood on her legs. Her hands were tied behind her back with nautical knots, which this is a little sidebar. If you remember, Adam worked on a boat. He was a tugboat operator. Her feet were bound. Rope was attached to the end of the bed and then around Rebecca's neck. And the bed had been moved 7.5 inches. In the reenactment, it moves a lot more using 100 pounds of force. The balcony had her toe and heel prints along with a male boot print. Detectives found a book on a shelf in Rebecca's room titled 
Buckland's complete book of witchcraft, which showed drawings of a rite, which was a naked woman with her hands tied behind her back. And her body was left lying nude in the summer sun for 12 hours. With no, like, she over her. You could look it up easily online, but, I mean, her face is blurred and the nudity is blurred, but it's still, like, ah, this is deeply uncomfortable. And I don't understand why she wasn't covered up with a sheet with when the cops got there. I feel like that's kind of common practice i guess like in hindsight when i'm looking at this list of stuff i don't even know what anyone was doing in the 12 hours yeah like that's a long time going back a smidge adam when he calls the 911 operator she's like is she dead can you and so he goes inside and gets a knife and cuts her down and tries to do cpr and is like are you alive he climbed up on a table to cut her down which i mean it's good for him for trying because it seems kind of futile when there's stuff stuffed in her yeah mouth and stuff there's a bunch of st- weird stuff in the, the bedroom. There's, like, a small paintbrush and a l- bigger paintbrush and, like, two knives. And there's a note on the bedroom door to go into her room. And it says, she saved him. Can you save her? And so I read a lot of different people's speculations. It's presumably aimed at Jonah, the boyfriend, in reference to the claim that she tried to save Max. And so it's okay. kind of, like, mocking because she's obviously kind of beyond saving Also, did we make it clear that Max is still alive at this point? We haven't, but we also hadn't said he passed away. Yeah, so if you thought he died, then you're dumb. Because he is still alive at this point. Yeah, so there was paint. It was black paint because she used to paint a lot, so she had paint handy. So the paint was found on her Right hand, left breast, right nipple, right upper chest, right upper index finger, and neck. And some people think that it kind of could be whoever had paint on their hands could have been, like, twerking her nipple or something, tweaking her nipple. They took neighbors' witness statements, Mm -hmm. and someone said they saw a woman around 200 pounds with long hair on the porch that night, and another witness heard a scream. Max died on July 16th. So, like, five days later after yeah. his accident. On September 2nd, the San Diego County Sheriff's Department formally announced that she had committed suicide. And so she had acted alone. I just don't understand how they can rule out a suicide because she was bound and gagged. Yeah. And I don't so- know how you can, like tie your hands and feet they had a bunch like they had dr phil had the sister on and they did like a reenactment of somebody trying to bind their feet the way she did and like scurry over to the balcony and get over the balcony and it's kind of hard because it's like if you're gonna put yourself over the balcony why would you make it that hard by tying your feet over yeah and why Um, tie it to the bed like the bedpost, then like go over and then over the balcony. And also, so somebody said that when Adam texted Jonah that Rebecca had died, he was like saying how it was related to her being Asian and how it was like they have things about honor and she probably couldn't live with the guilt. If that were true, it's like, why would she have done it naked? That doesn't make sense at all to me. I mean, naked's not really like the most fishy part, but I just think that's a weird 
detail. The same sheriff department that determined that Rebecca was killed herself also determined that Max just died in an accident. There was no foul play or anything. Dina hired a PI and they determined that his like center of gravity was too low to have just like fallen over the banister. And also he was playing on a scooter on like thick carpet. So it's like, how could he get going so fast that he'd like hit into the banister and just like fly over? Yeah. But at the same time, I wonder if he was like messing around on the side, trying to touch the chandelier or something or like trying to do a trick on the razor scooter. But he's sick. Well, the mom also said that he was not a daredevil at all. So it, I don't know. It, it's hard to even pretend to like make a rec- recreation of it. I don't understand. The Zahau family will, does not believe that she killed herself. So they got her body exhumed. Had it re-examined. I was watching this show where Paul Holes was giving like a testimonial on how it happened and he said that it was like consistent with being strangled more so than it is than being hung because the force of going down that height would have broken her neck or like yeah like have had like have so much force it would uh removed her head and it was not removed oh (laughs) or at least almost have decapitated her jeez um for holes yeah, he is really hot. He was the guy that's connected to the solving the, what is that thing? The Golden State Killer, GSK. So they had their expert, Cyril Wecht, Cyril Wecht, I don't know how to say that. He said she was strangled and was dead or dying before she was lowered off the deck. Had she gone the, uh, over the deck on her own, gravity would have carried her down full force since it's a nine-foot drop. Like I just said, it would have either yeah. ripped her head off or partially decapitated yep. her. He said there was not a single dislocated vertebrae in her neck, which doesn't support the theory of hanging. No, it doesn't. And I mean, there's plenty of other stuff that it's like before hearing that, the whole thing sounds like it could have been fake anyway. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, And then the second autopsy found a bunch of hemorrhages under the surface of the scalp like she had hit her head. People who don't believe she committed suicide think that it's proof that she was struck in the head that night. Yeah. Maybe to be, like, rendered unconscious or yeah, something. Or maybe that was what killed her. I mean, hopefully she was unconscious. Yes. If you're bound and gagged and thrown off a deck, yes, I hope she was unconscious for that. So there was a knife that was in the room, Rebecca's room, that had her menstrual blood on all sides of the knife's candles, which suggests that it could have been used for a sexual assault. There was another larger knife with Rebecca's fingerprints on the knife. Only the blade had her fingerprints. Okay. Not so, the like, handle. not on the handle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Adam's DNA was never found on the knife. The knife he used to cut her down, not the same knife. Yeah. He had told police that he had used it to cut her down, but his DNA wasn't on it, which is really weird. But our good friend Paul Holes said that when an item is touched, it requires almost a perfect set of circumstances for fingerprints to be left behind and that contact DNA is variable and may not always be left because someone touches something there's not necessarily going to be fingerprints left behind. Adam Shackney was questioned by the police and even took a polygraph test which had inconclusive results. He didn't pass, he didn't fail, but he was ultimately never charged with anything. So in October 2014, a federal judge allowed the Zahau family to move forward with a $10 million wrongful death lawsuit against Dina, her twin sister Nina, 
and Adam Shackney because there were working theories where it was Dina and Nina had come and like helped restrain her or whatever and then Adam finished the job. But then since Dina was at the children's hospital, hospital yeah. yeah. She was on video being by the side of Max all night. I'm not sure what Dina or what Nina's alibi was, but I know that she also got off and so the the house lawyer issued an apology to Dina and Nina. I also feel like that's kind of a strange theory that Dina and Nina went over to help Adam kill Rebecca. Yeah, also... You know what I mean? Like, I understand maybe the theory that Nina... No, not Nina. Dina wanted revenge, I guess, if she thought that Rebecca caused Max's death. But I do think it's kind of a strange theory that they were there with Adam. Also, it's like they're really rich. They can get somebody to do it for them. Yeah, and I just... it That doesn't make sense. Why would those two sisters join with Jonah's brother? I don't know. It's just weird. That's a weird theory also, to me. Also, if Max isn't even dead yet. Yeah, I mean, so why would... She- yeah, well, I was just going to say, I don't think it's looking good for him. Like, I think he was on the decline, but still, like, wait maybe they were just like so enraged and they were like this is when she's going to be vulnerable is when the boyfriend's not around or maybe the boyfriend arranged it and was like i'll be way far away yeah okay so 2018 what happens caitlin adam shack is found responsible for rebecca's death and the lawyers argued that Adam sexually assaulted and strangled her. Like we said before, there was that thing where they think that somebody put a knife handle in, mm-hmm. in her vagina. We forgot to say the reason that there would be blood on the handle that was inserted into her vagina is because she was on her period. Yep. But also, something interesting, he admitted, and it was found on like his search to watching Asian snm porn oh the night that he stayed there and then also there was something some kind of evidence that somebody searched that in the house interesting is it bdsm or snm i don't know just something BDSM. where yeah where you're baiting where it's associated with pain yeah and also the thing with the paint on her nipples is pretty damning yes but anyway so he He's found responsible. He's supposed to pay them, I think it was like $6 million or something. But he doesn't have that much money, so they've got like a few hundred thousand. Obviously, it's not really about getting money. No, it's about getting justice. But it was hard because he was tried in a – that was a civil case and not a criminal one. Yeah, so he's not like in prison or anything. No. There's – a bunch of theories that people have. I don't know what I believe at this moment because it's kind of hard to believe he had any motive for it unless Jonah like paid him or something. Rebecca Zahau has her own subreddit because I guess people, I didn't venture too much onto there. I just found this theory. Do you want to read it, uh, Caitlin? <laughs> <laughs> yes. This person's theory is that Max's incident was a deterrent for the abuse afflicted upon him by his father, Jonah. The incident killed his son, and Rebecca, being his girlfriend and Max's mother figure, 
was a witness or knew about the truth of the situation. So Jonah had to do something about it or have something done about it. And thus her suicide was staged. That theory is by Melon Pear Can Read on Reddit. That is a good theory, I think. Yeah, and it makes more sense than Jonah, or not Jonah, Adam doing it. I keep getting them confused because I'm like, it's biblical, guys. I don't understand the whole Adam thing. Like, maybe he was involved with Jonah. Maybe Jonah asked him to help. But I just don't feel like Adam did it on his own. Because there doesn't seem to be a motive. Yeah, it's completely plausible that she would kill herself from guilt because that would be an awful thing to live with. But it's like, if you did it, you wouldn't do, you wouldn't tie a shirt over your mouth. Yeah, you wouldn't be bound and gagged. And you wouldn't be tied to the bedpost and then over the balcony. I mean, I guess it's entirely possible that... Rebecca is just insane and she staged the whole thing to look just crazy and convoluted. She, I mean, she could have. That's a lot of skills to tie yourself. Yeah. Nautical knots. Yeah. And then I guess like the nautical knots makes me feel like maybe Adam could be involved in it because he did work on a tugboat. In funky town. But maybe Jonah also grew up on a boat you know what I mean like grew up boating and or maybe it's a nautical knot that's not that hard to tie also it's weird to think if if she did kill herself it's like why would she do it in a public way that's like traumatic all over again yeah like why would she do it outside where people can see exactly some people do bind their hands or feet just so that they if they're killing themselves and they don't are like having second thoughts Mm mm-hmm they can't save themselves, but I doubt that they would do all the stuff that she does and do it naked. Yeah, yeah. The naked thing and then the knife handle with her menstrual blood. I just don't see someone doing that to themselves. I saw an interview with Jonah and he was like, Adam, poor Adam is like being punished for being pretty much at the wrong place at the wrong time. And I mean, I would take that to believe he probably just believes it's a suicide. Yeah. Which if I, if I were him and I truly didn't have anything to do with it, I'd probably have to tell myself that too. So. Yeah. Because I think it would be hard to think that your brother did it. Yeah. Just the whole thing's so weird. I don't get it. And I I truly don't think that she killed herself because of the Paul Hole things where they said there's nine feet of force. Everything with her body, how it was found, just doesn't make sense of her completing suicide, you know? Like, that just doesn't make sense to me. If you have any theories, send us a DM on Twitter at, what's our Twitter handle? C-O-A-C-C pod. That's the handle. Cool. So send a DM. Sugar is our social media manager. Hell yeah. She will respond. But yeah, like I want to hear what people think because there's so many more questions. And I just don't know if we'll ever get the answers. So in conclusion, 
WTF. Okay, did you want to impart any wisdom on anyone before we go? Um, the husband slash boyfriend usually always does, did it. Oh my, that's so true. Right? Thank you, Caitlin. That was so wise. <laughs> well, I am 30, so. You know what I have to say? <laughs> what, Shug? Let's hear it. If If they ask you to take your top off, get the money first. Yeah. Do you remember what that's from? I don't, but it's it's familiar. It's from Drop Dead Gorgeous when oh, yeah. they're they're at her trailer park. Yes, yes. <laughs> the uh, mom says it to Kirsten Dunst. Yes, I need to watch that. It's so good. We endorse it here. We do. Watch it. Send us a Twitter DM. Please do actually. Thank you for cracking open this cold case. Let's crack another one open soon.